Yep. All right, you look good? Got him. All right, fucking A, here we go. I didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sorry, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make a bounce. <laughs> to the fake ass radio show yeah on soundcloud i am your host scab d this show is brought to you by the power cool button on my samsung refrigerator (laughs) this turns your motherfucking fridge into a freezer for just a few minutes (laughs) that's right the power cool button from samsung pretty awesome Bam. Hey, you don't have to turn your fridge temperature down when you need to cool out 12 fucking beers real quick. Because <laughs> you always forget you did that. <laughs> and then, boom, fuck a couple days later, you got frozen lettuce and a $300 electric bill. <laughs> Might as well be growing some weed with an electric bill that fucking high. <laughs> well, the, the power cool button turns your fridge into a freezer. From Samsung. <laughs> Try it today. My whole kitchen's from Samsung. <laughs> Thinking about decking out my whole house and shit. Getting a TV, getting a phone and shit, getting one of those uh, S7s and shit. <laughs> Samsung everything. Coming up in the hour, we got music from Malcolm Young and his former band ACDC. Who else we got coming up in the hour? Who else do we have coming up in the hour? <laughs> we got songs from uh, Jadena. Jadena. Yeah. And so yeah. much more. That's who it was. So, <laughs> so <much. laughs> but first, I must, I must introduce my co-host. He's the frame to my photo. Hey. He's the coffee to my cream. Hey. hey. <laughs> the one, the only, Gene Techman. Hey. Ladies and Gene gentlemen, Techman. Gene Techman. What's going house. on, homie? What's, up? What's up's happening, Scab? How you doing, man? Man, I'm chilling. Yeah. Chilling. You had a fucking fire or something going on by uh by your house, I saw on your drive home. Yeah, I was driving uh driving home, man, and uh apparently there was a natural gas fire main break uh next to some some construction uh menards or something, man. And uh yeah, I drove past it and flames were literally like two hundred feet in the air. 
And yeah. uh, from what I hear, they can it could be seen from MLA City all the way to Detroit. It was just one big inferno. It was crazy. MLA City? That's fucking far away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like from MLA City to Detroit, Michigan, from where I was at, it could be seen, which was which is like a radius of what? I, I'd say what, 50 miles at least? Yeah. Shit, yeah. I thought to see in the people in uh, Clarkston where uh, I used to live, where you live now, they're, they're 10 minutes away from it. And they're said they could see it. I'm like, damn, that's big fire. Imlay yeah, yeah. City? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Crazy, That's a man. fucking fire. Yeah. That's so, a uh, yeah, fire. Yeah, there was people gawking and... You know, pulling over on the side of the highway, and I, uh, I, I started to pull over to, you know, maybe take a look. And I thought to myself, like, what the hell do I gotta see here? I'm, I'm going home. Like, there's, there's nothing good that's gonna happen with me hanging out watching this big inferno burn. Apparently, people could like feel the fire from their cars, like in their cars from a distance, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing. I, I was good, man. I, I decided to keep on strolling. None of my business. <laughs> yeah, I was hearing some reports of uh, the heat being a little extreme out there too. Fucking yeah. crazy, man. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So yeah, yeah. That was that was what I got to witness on my drive home this evening. Exciting shit. Yeah. What else going on with you this week? Anything else? Uh man, I'm just prepping for this uh this turkey holiday of pilgrims and Native Americans and turkeys and stuff and stuffing and beer and drunken uncles and stuff, you know. <laughs> Cranberry sauce. Yeah. All so that I'm, good I'm, shit. Yeah, so, you know, just prepping, prepping for uh, Thanksgiving. Going to spend some uh, time with family and friends. And, you know, I, I get so tired of the traditional Thanksgiving items. Like, you you know, everyone everyone has a fucking turkey. We get that part. And the new cool thing is to fry a turkey. I get it. I get it. Fry a turkey. It's tasty. It's crispy. It's awesome. It's cool. It's juicy. And then there's the same thing. There's stuffing. There's that gross green bean casserole. There's, <laughs> right. There's, you know, everybody's making mac and cheese, and sometimes people disagree on how to make mac and cheese, so you end up having, like, four different trays of different types of mac and cheese from all the aunts <laughs> that can't agree on their mac and cheese and whatever it might be. And, you know, I just get so tired of it, so I decided I'm I'm just flipping it up, and I'm going to have a turkey. You know, I'm going to make a turkey, even though I'm really probably not going to eat too much of it. I'm just going to maybe enjoy a little bit, but that's about it. But I'm actually making a uh, Jamaican jerk turkey this year. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm, and I'm and I'm stuffing it. Uh, it's gonna be spicy Jamaican jerk. Uh, I'm gonna smoke it. I'm gonna brine it. I'm gonna brine it with some wood chips and some jerk in the brine. And then I'm gonna uh, give it a little smoking. And I'm gonna finish it off with the oven. I'm gonna stuff it with some sweet potatoes, apples, pineapples. You know, I'm just gonna freak it out. So doing oh, doing my own thing this Thanksgiving. Man, my goodness, this sounds delicious. Yeah. So that's uh that's that's what that's what I've been about this week, man. Just just putting my uh my culinary expertise into uh into its top form for the season <laughs> time to get down and eat some good food you know nice yeah i don't think yeah. we're gonna do it up that crazy it's just gonna be heather and i this year we're not going uh next door to the sisters we're gonna kick it by ourselves this year yeah i'm actually gonna be pretty low-key too man i'm uh spending time with my uh my siblings and you know that'll that'll really be it nice yeah and the girlfriend you know fam yeah. or whatever so can't forget wifey you know yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, what else is going on? Fucking last Monday, right after we recorded, we had a nasty storm fucking roll through here. And the wind blew down all sorts of shit around here, man. Including this giant tree right next to my driveway. Oh, shit. And half of the fucking fence in my backyard. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, bullshit. I'm telling you, bullshit. 
Man, between <laughs> fucking hauling all these fucking loads of sawed down logs and burning loads and loads of these little branches and rebuilding half my fucking fence, man, I'm fucking tired and I'm sore as fuck this week. No, man. I'm working like a fucking dog this week, man. <laughs> I need to go into a fucking retirement home already. I'm dead yeah. tired already, man. Fucking dead you. tired. I need to be taken care of. <laughs> can't do this homeowner shit anymore. I can't. It's work, man. It's work. Can't do it. <laughs> Enough about me. Uh, let's talk about Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah. Charles Manson, man. Yeah. Let's get into him and uh, in this week's edition of Who Died? I'm yelling out, die. song right here is ironically called Charlie Manson. <laughs> is it really? Believe it or not. Yeah. Esham, Charlie Manson. That's what I uh, use. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, man. That's Charles fantastic. Manson, that kooky old fuck. Yeah. How, how old was he? Uh, 83, I think. 83, I, saw. Yep. I saw the reports were coming out late last night uh, that the cult leader passed away at 83. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty old, right? Yeah, he um He had a yeah. good life. He he right? spent his life mostly <laughs> in prison, but uh yeah, he had a full uh life. Probably good life there, prison man. bars. <laughs> Just bat shit crazy from the fucking bad brown acid. Yeah. <laughs> Locked right. up in a tiny cell. <laughs> Sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> you ever take acid? Never in my life. Really? Never. Oh shit. Not your thing, huh? Uh, I just didn't gravitate to be my pool, man. And to be honest with you, when I was younger, there was a uh, friend of mine. He had a cousin who obviously took some bad acid, but it fucked him up for the rest of his life. Like he had this like glitch in his brain and just couldn't uh, couldn't deal with social like life anymore. Oh, see, no shit. I never had anything like that. Yeah. Never so, had anything you know, like that. So regardless, you know, it was just my early influence that had me like, yep, nope, don't want to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, so you might have got lucky, man. I can yeah. tell you, man, I took a bunch of that shit. Yeah. And uh, without a doubt, I'll tell you, I think LSD changed my life for the, yeah. uh, for the positive. And that's what I hear. That's what I hear. It's like that. I really do, man. I was one yeah. way before I took the acid. And then after that, I was another way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you take acid, and I've tried to explain this to Heather, who is also someone who has never taken LSD before, uh, when you take good LSD for the first time, there's paths in your head. I don't know. These channels in your thought process that connect that never, ever have before. Yeah. Right. It fucking, it bridges gaps from one part of your brain to, to another. And uh, I don't know, man, things that really didn't make sense before, they start to kind of get a bit more clear in your head. I don't mm. know, man. That's just, that's the best way I can explain it. Yeah. 
you also see a bunch of shit too, depending on uh, <laughs> how much you take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's not why I did as much uh, when I did, which was God, eighteen years ago at this point. <laughs> I can't even imagine fucking taking acid now, like taking a fucking ten strip now. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a few of those before. Couple of in my day. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. one time my fucking senior year, <laughs> senior year, <laughs> uh, and and I'm sorry, mom and dad, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I I was up north with a bunch of my buddies <laughs> uh, because that's what you do in Michigan. You drive two hours up north and you go into the woods uh, right. <laughs> where there's no parents. <laughs> right, right. But uh, yeah, we all went up to the woods. Uh, up north and we had truckloads of beer and I went with pockets full of acid and uh, the first thing I did Saturday morning when I woke up was eat this fucking tent strip (laughs) (laughs) I was in the fucking tent with my buddy Steven and uh, I hadn't I didn't even unzip my fucking sleeping bag before I popped this shit I woke up and was like I'm gonna fucking trip all day and yeah, I yeah, it was great. Yeah, Steven, he looks over at me. He's like, "Did you just eat that whole thing?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yup." He was <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but I was fine, man. I was fine. Whole yeah, day, I was good. That was the day I discovered drum and bass. Drum and bass. Yeah, man. I'll never forget. I was sitting on a the back hatch of my boy Skeddy's truck, and uh, we were smoking weed, and he played some AK twelve hundred for me. It fucking changed my life. Mm-hmm. Changed my fucking life, man. Dude, I'm a fucking drum and bass DJ now to this day. Yeah, right. You know? Right. <laughs> Scav D, Sex, Drugs, and Drum and Bass, Volumes 1 and 2. <laughs> Continuous DJ mixes. They're available for free download on Bandcamp. If you want to hear your boy Scav D spin some of that fucking electronic fucking drug music and shit. Check, check, uh, check it out. Yeah, I took that acid and I heard that AK-1200, boy, and shit, I knew right at that moment that that was something I wanted to learn how to do. Never the same again. That's right, man. Surround myself with some drum and bass. Learn learn how to mix that shit. (laughs) Telling you, LSD, change your life. Positive ways, man. Positive ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I ever do LSD, man, I'll make sure to do it with you. Yeah. Oh, God, I wouldn't dare nowadays. Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, and uh, when I was growing up, uh, I didn't have any super negative stimuli for acid like you did, man. It was uh, it's just something you did, and uh, yeah. I was never afraid of it. Yeah. I didn't know anybody who fucked themselves up beyond repair because of acid like you did. Yeah, yeah. This kid, um, I met him once, so I, I heard about him for like a couple years before I ever touched it. But uh, as my friend is the witness, he's like, yeah, he took that shit and he was never the same again. And uh, yeah, I met him uh, at a party that I was actually having at my house back when I was in high school. And, uh, you know, I had a handful of people over and uh, I met him and his friend, my friend brought him, it was his cousin. And he was sitting at the table. And a thing that he would do is he pull up the front of his shirt over his nose and his mouth and leave it there and uh kind of like a mask so to speak and uh he wouldn't talk to anyone and then if he did talk to someone he would pull the shirt down he'd say what he needed to say and then he'd pull it back up and then he uh would kind of stare off and every once in a while he'd kind of like tweak out as if he saw something and it like ran 
You know what I mean? Like <laughs> weird fucker, man. Yeah, and I met him personally in real life, and, the, you know, honestly, he probably had some fucked up type of acid, some type of dirty shit, you know, something crazy, but it was enough for me to, that was my stimulus that I was like, hell no, I'm good, I don't need, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> that was your fucking stimulus. Yeah, but you know what, man, I, I don't have anything bad to say about it, because I, I know there is some, um, there's some positive psychological attributes that have been studied for several years now from the use of microdosing LSD, so yeah, I, I completely, uh, I completely understand it. I, I don't have anything negative to say about it at all. Aside from that weird dude. Yeah, he had something else labeled as LSD. That's that's how I will put that. You know what I mean? Like you got you can always get some, get yeah. some accidental dirty shit out there. You know? Right. Yep. So yeah, sounds uh, sounds like he came across. You know, which was you know, I guess is the dangerous process of street drugs. You know, it's uh always better to get it from someone or something or a doctor it's safe you know but uh yeah he was a, he was an unfortunate <laughs> you know he was he was an unfortunate person that uh yeah just got just got fucked up on some bad shit see so you had him yeah and uh i'll tell you the fucking people in the late 60s and early 70s they had fucking charles manson yeah <laughs> well, was he fucking kooky <laughs> Yeah, I didn't maybe 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 Charles Manson had some of that bad LSD. <laughs> maybe saying, that's man, he definitely did for sure, man, for sure. <laughs> poster child for bad acid, this motherfucker. Yeah. Why yeah. not take that shit? <laughs> it's after high school, you know, you you get a little older and you learn about what this fucking guy Manson actually did, and you think to yourself, fucking, damn, I might have gotten lucky with that acid <laughs> because, uh, you know, at any point, man, I could have ended up like your boy. <laughs> any one of those fucking trips i could have just become like you know charles manson and never come back right that'd be fucking terrible man i always came back though man i always came back better than ever to be honest <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> yeah, but old charlie didn't man he didn't and uh him and his crew they did some fucking horrible horrible shit yeah man foul yeah, I'm sure they scared a lot of people away from that fucking LSD in the fucking late 60s, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. That's a fucking shame. They'll never fucking know. Yeah. That was a weird time for the country. If you really think about it, like we had... Uh, like we had just elected uh, what some would have considered the most evil Republican president of all time. There was uh, a lot of unrest in the streets. Yeah. Gun violence and and profiling of black people, you know, sixties. Yeah, you know, stuff that you and I will will hopefully never ever have to deal with in our time, right? What's <laughs> fucking going on right now? Exactly. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, weird time. And uh, Charles Manson, he was right there and right there, dead smack in the middle of it. Right smack in the middle of it. Yeah. Again, him and his right. fucking crew. Man. They were fucking nuts. <laughs> they killed some people. And you know, uh, did he ever kill anyone himself personally, or was he the cult leader he that just the cult sent leader. people out? Yeah, yeah. He was just the leader. I don't know if they actually proved that he physically killed someone himself. I think right. there was uh, there's between nine and eleven people that they think uh, this Manson family actually killed. God, including uh, that up and coming actress that was married to Roman Polanski kind of look like a like a transvestite uh, i don't even know who that is 
Her name's Sharon Tate. Ah. Yeah, she became uh she became the face of the nine victims after it happened because uh you know, she was the most famous. Is that right? So, yeah. Yeah. I can't speak for the other victims, but uh you know, Sharon Tate, she was married to fucking Roman Polanski. And knowing what we know about him, I mean, it, is uh, Sharon Tate getting fucking stabbed really such a loss? <laughs> I mean, fucking Roman Polanski, for Christ's sakes, man. That guy was a fucking creeper, man. He's like the original <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, that guy. <laughs> Fuck Roman Polanski. Sounds like it. I'm thinking Charles maybe thought the same thing. That's why he ordered that she be killed. By his commune of crazies. Oh, man. He's like, fuck Roman Polanski. Kill his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they did. His people went and they fucking killed her ass, man. <laughs> killed her and killed like three of her friends too, man. There was like three of her friends that were there, man. They killed her whole fucking entourage. Oh, man. And they went in and they killed Drama. They killed fucking Turtle. They killed E. <laughs> I guess Charles Manson was an aspiring musician and songwriter. Yeah. (laughs) His music's been covered by many artists since his arrest and incarceration. Uh, Guns N' Roses covered his uh, song, Look at Your Game, Girl, as an unlisted 13th track on their 1993 album, The Spaghetti Incident. No, really? Seventh grade for us, yeah. Uh, mm. I got a little bit of that right here. Here, listen to this. There's a time for living. Time keeps on flying. Think you're loving, baby. And all you're doing is crying. Can you feel? Yeah, lyrics by Charles Manson. Look at your crazy. Game, girl. Look at your yeah, I remember uh, this album came out and people being a little uh, little up in arms about GNR covering a Charles Manson song. Yeah, of course. Some saw it as kind of, you know, twisted, honoring this crazy fuck. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care. In seventh grade, I had no clue who the fuck Charles Manson was. Right. I just wanted to listen to Guns and Fucking Roses, man. GNR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Marilyn Manson, that uh, fucking klutz, uh, he <laughs> he obviously uh, <laughs> covered some material uh, from Charles Manson as well. And uh, Trent Reznor, I believe, lived in the house where the Manson family killed Sharon Tate and all those people. He was what living the there. Fuck? And, yeah, he moved in in the early 90s. I guess he recorded most of uh, the downward spiral there. That's the one that's got closer and march of the pigs and all them hits on there too wow yeah so yeah he was living there thought he was cool and shit thought he was all edgy living in there and i guess uh he he ran into sharon tate's sister and she was like you think you're fucking cool living in that house and he's like no actually i really don't now i actually feel bad about it <laughs> and she fucking yeah she checked his ass and he uh he moved right out Right after that, yeah. he's like, yeah, I don't want to be uh, seen as somebody who worships psychopaths and shit like that. Y- yeah. Like, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to win a fucking goddamn Academy Award someday. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> he moved out. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Charles Manson. That's you funny. Know. I guess it's not yeah. with a super heavy heart that I announced the death of this fucking guy. We weren't around to uh, see the whole debacle that surrounded him. No. But uh, we will always have the uh, legacy that he left behind, if you uh, want to call it that. <laughs> so, yeah. Charles Manson. Thanks, Charles. Thanks, yeah. Chucky. Dead at 83. Drugs, LSD, I don't consider a drug. I don't consider powdery a drug. Those are more or less religiously significant awareness, mind-expanding apparatuses that come from the intelligence of the universe. The reason that the girls liked me was, Hey now, hey now, I'm all around you, around you. Hey now, up on your heart I can sing through you. And I play and I sing and they say, hey man, you you got you got soul in that music. And I said, yeah, I, I play a little bit, you know. I like music. And they said, man, you're really somebody. I said, oh, I am? Oh, I just got out of jail. I don't <laughs> know what somebody is. Yeah. Crazy fuck. <laughs> Crazy fucking guy. Charles Manson. Yeah. Dead at 83. Psycho. There you go. Sick fucker. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hi, I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yo, what up? This is Magnum Opus. Y'all listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show? Yeah. Yeah. Give us a fucking five-star <laughs> review on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need them shits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else we need? We need some music. We need some motherfucking music. You ready to get into some music? Yeah, let's get into that music. Let's do this. Just like music. 
Okay. Yeah. What do you have for me tonight? Just like music. Holla at your boy. What I have tonight, uh, artist that I uh, recently saw this summer uh, in concert, uh, which I notably have, will say is was the best concert that I went to all summer. Oh, I remember um, you talking about this guy. Yeah, and uh, I've been a fan of his for a few years now. And uh, Jadena just released a uh, little mixtape album uh, the past couple weeks. And um, it is uh, kind of a spinoff of his first album, The Chief. Uh, the name of this new album is Boomerang. And uh, yeah, the name of this song is the opening track to the album, and it's called Decibels. And uh, yeah, I think he's uh, I think he does what he does best. He's a great showman, uh, singer, rapper, artist, uh, and I think he just... Um, nails it when it comes to making good music so uh yeah the name of this song is decibels this is off of his new mixtape album and you will only hear this live coming at you on the fake ass radio show with scab d and gene techman Marco. Hello. see you were supposed to be the polo to my marco but i'm starting to think you're not coming my nigga where the fuck you at I texted, I FaceTimed, I hit up Nana. You got me hitting up other people like, yo, where you at? I've been waiting at Maputo for 14, 14 motherfucking hours. Catos, like, you got me missing Afropunk. I would have flew out the day after Afropunk. Got me missing Solange. Really? Solange? Like, a seat at the table? You got me not at the table? Because you not here right now? Wap con George. With a snap back in a suit on like it's draft day. Draft day. Draft day. She said when I get home it's bubble bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Already broke a glass of the champagne. 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 Is it planting? For the weekend, going Mozambique, black passports. We ain't taking meetings, don't got a lot of life for a lot of words. When they call it, that's when the pride of hers. Cheapy, cheapy, cheaper. Now I vape my reaper, that should be too loud. She could blow a speaker. Cheapy, cheapy, cheaper. That's my queen of Shisha. She a smoker, honest, but they just see a diva. Moving to the light and to the starlight. Everybody like it in the starlight. To live a life of many bar fights, dressing all white like Madame Albright. Decibels, decibels, smoke loud, move loud, too proud. They tell her pipe it down, but she make decibels. So suns cover up that nefertiti, nefertiti, nefertiti. Aphrodisiac and she my Aphrodite, Aphrodite, Aphrodite. Voodoo lady give them niggas hibby-jibbies, hibby-jibbies, hibby-jibbies. Wicked witches breaking in my tippy-tippy, tippy-tippy, tippy-tippy. Uh, fuck with the wrong. 
with the wrong niggas. You can't work a calm with no confidence. Make my money long. Fuck them small digits. Too busy grabbing your balls to ball with us. I don't just want it for myself, like. I merge with you if the nigga nice. Look at how I lie, made the sky. Big enough for all the birds to fly. Yeah. But fuck a bread crumb, bitch. To be spoken, I ain't saying shit. We living life out loud. She pipe up when they tell her pipe down. Decibels. Decibels. Smoke loud. Move loud. Too proud. They tell her pipe it down, but she make decibels. Tell her pipe it down, but she make decibel. right there yeah thick ass radio show big ass radio show scab d gene techman jadena decibels that shit's awesome yeah man he rocks man i I like his style like that floppy bass line that's in there it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah man that shit slaps yeah he raps on that song too yeah, he raps, and uh, if you listen to the mixtape uh, Boomerang, man, he uh, he, it's uh, you know again a spinoff of his uh, Chief album, but he sings too, and uh, he kind of goes back and forth with the singy rappy thing, and like I, I I've said before, he uh, he does it, but he does it in such a perfect way, it, it works well with him, and he he does it better than Drake could ever do it, in my opinion, you know. There you go. And what you know when I saw him in concert, it was great because uh, he started off the show. Like a showman, you know, he had this suit on and like it, you, you almost felt like you were at a concert in the 1950s watching like Cab Calloway or something. You know, he just had this this band groovy sound, groovy vibe. And uh, about halfway through the show, he let his band do their thing. They did their solo bits. They rocked out. They played some rock music, some jazz music, showed their versatility and their, their sound. And uh, then he came back out and he had this like like swaggy designer t-shirt uh one of his own baseball caps on that just read chief on the top which i had to just pick one up because it just looked dope and uh he was on a different like you know rappy vibe for the second half of the show and like he jumped out in the stage and jumped around you know and uh just had a good time with the crowd man he was a very personable um performer man and uh yeah he's just dope dope MC, name, man. man dope rapper. comes yeah. around uh, comes around the seattle area i'm gonna don't check miss him don't miss him, man. He's uh, he's uh, he's doing his thing, and uh, you know, I th- I feel like he has a good head on his shoulders with his message and his vibe and positive energy, and uh, yeah, I-, I feel like he's gonna be around for a while. We'll probably see him acting at some point, you know. So, all right, there you go. Yeah, yeah, just did a. All right, but uh, you know, speaking of albums coming out, man, I don't know if you know anything. What what the hell happened to Eminem, man? Did you see uh Eminem's performance on uh Saturday Night Live this weekend and? He was supposed to have an album that was released on Friday. 
Yeah, I would say that was not one of his finer moments on uh, yeah. SNL, that's for sure. I, I don't didn't really think so either. Yeah, I don't really dig on the rap song medley, at least not the way that he did it. <laughs> yeah. He sort yeah. of crowbarred a bunch of shit into each other, and uh, yeah, I did not care for it one bit. I thought that was a misstep. Yeah, yeah. you know, I... Uh... I, I have an appreciation for the song Walk on Water. I have appreciation for it because it's a uh, it's a craft to put together a track and music and, uh, you know, come with emotions and try to draw from something. But, uh, yeah, did I love it? No, I didn't love it, you know. So, yeah, I felt the, I felt the same way as you, man. Just it was a little a little lackluster for me as far as the performance goes. But but what's up with the missing album? Some people will say they're dropping an album like on the first of the month and then they'll drop it like on that 28th of the month before. Hey, I'm going to drop it early. Hey, surprise. But like not drop it at all. What kind of shit is that? What's going on here? <laughs> well, I mean, he got blasted pretty hard on SNL. Yeah. 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 People did not dig his performance. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's worried he doesn't think he's got a good album in the can. Yeah, and that's what I uh, that's what I said to someone too. His uh, Eminem is a MC. He is one of the most genius, lyrical, wordy MCs that will ever bless a mic for years to come. There's MCs that will never, ever, ever be able to come close to what he can put together as far as scripture and patterns and words and knowing where to place them in the pocket to make the song flow. But if there's one thing that Eminem doesn't quite have, he doesn't have that stage presence of being a great performer. And no, I man. He ever, I think <laughs> he, he lost a, that long time ago. Yeah, he looked very awkward. Yeah, it's it's not his forte. He just, you know, it's the part of the uh, the MC that it, you know, if you had to pick a a Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, you know, video game arcade player. That's that that would be his weak spot. You know what I mean? Like he just yeah, like you can go for the legs every time. Yeah, He's you're not just going to be a keep great low performer. kicking him in the shins <laughs> yeah, a million times. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Just, you know. <laughs> I just gotta back him up in the corner and low kick him in the shins. Like all we gotta do is talk about the live performance. And yeah, it's it's the thing that he just did not quite have. He didn't have the uh the red man method man. I'm floating over the stage with my, you know, suspension cables and I'm we're dancing over the crowd and I'm uh -huh. stage diving and I'm walking on the crowd and he didn't have the Andre 3000 and you know the 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 different style and image that I'm going to be my own unique individual. He never really wanted to be that person in the in the spotlight so to speak, you know, but mm -hmm. uh being the MC that he was, you know, you don't get a choice in the matter. So I think that was just a, you know, an imbalance in the mutant he grew into. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been much happier seeing uh, Chance the Rapper host and be the musical guest as well. I, uh, I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Would have been pleased with that uh, just yeah. as much. Yeah. So. Yeah, fucking Eminem, uh, kind of fucking up a little bit. And uh, yeah, like you said, no album yet. So hopefully that shit, uh, maybe we'll have it this Friday. Yeah, one more Friday. We'll, we'll count it down again one more time, see what happens. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> ah, fuck, let's keep some music going. Be talking yeah, about man. this shit. Yeah, what you got, man? Yeah, Charles Manson, uh, he wasn't the only person we lost last week. Um, 
We lost a couple more people. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Della Reese died. You see that? Della Reese. Is that yeah, just today? I did see that, man. Yeah, that was uh, news. Uh, news today, man. Earlier today, uh, passed away. She was a uh, singer slash actor. Uh, starred in the movie Harlem Nights. Yeah, which, uh, is a very <laughs> memorable movie for me when I was a kid growing up, man. Dope movie. Eddie That's uh, yeah. When you mentioned Della Reese, I know she was a famous singer. And uh, I know that uh, she was on that fucking show, uh, uh, One Life to Live, I believe is what it was called back in the day. Yeah. But uh, the thing that I really remember her for <laughs> was her role in Harlem Nights. Yeah. <laughs> and the scene where she beats the shit out of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> here, I have it right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to fight him, and he's cracking up. <laughs> oh, come on, Vera, don't you want to talk about that? I ain't got nothing to say. You done insulted me, and I got to kick your ass right now. And afterwards, I don't want no hard feelings either. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Ain't nothing wrong with me. What the fuck is wrong with you? You done accused me of stealing. The only thing I'm stealing out here today is your face. <laughs> You out of your fucking mind? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Oh, you want to fight? You want to fight? Well, then come on, <laughs> goddammit. You've been fucking me since I'm going to beat the shit out of your old ass in this motherfucker, too. <laughs> <laughs> After she punches the world. Yeah, yeah. You have to punch people in their eyes, right? Right? That all you got? <laughs> hey, you didn't think it was gonna be like that, right? And now I'm gonna blast your motherfucking teeth out. Nigga, you hit like a bitch. Oh, you little slow than you thought, ain't you, huh? Yeah, I punch like a bitch, huh? Okay, I punch like I punch like a bitch? You'll say goodnight to this bitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uppercuts the shit out of him into some trash cans. <laughs> Robin Pop Harris is just sitting on the stoop there cracking up. Hell yeah. One of the greatest comedians to ever live. Yeah, man. This movie was fantastic. Yeah, man. Della Reese. I don't know how old Della she was. Reese. Uh, she was 86 years old. Miss Della Reese was 86 years old when she passed away. So Okay. She hit the 80s. She hit the 80s. So her and uh, Charles Manson, I mean. Not a bad time to go. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, before Della Reese, we lost Malcolm Young, who is the rhythm guitarist and founder of arguably the biggest rock band in history, uh, ACDC. Yeah. Uh, he uh, passed away yeah. from dementia. Yeah, he was 64. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, much like Tom Petty, uh, you know, that's, yeah. uh, that's young. <laughs> Uh, for lack of a better word, yeah. Hey, so, uh, so uh, <laughs> let's uh, remember him tonight, Malcolm Young. <laughs> ACDC, they've been one of my favorites uh, since I was a child. Yeah. I had ACDC cassettes, people. All right. So uh, let's listen to Malcolm do something. The original lead singer, Bon Scott, uh, who died in 1980. Some of their early stuff from 1976. 
Uh, this is off the album of the same name. This is Dirty Deeds. Gun Dirt Cheat on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Gene Techman. R.I.P. Malcolm. Radio show Scav D, Gene Techman. Rest like in peace, homie. That, I like doing that. This seems cool for a second. Yeah. It's <laughs> what you do. Yeah. <laughs> what you do for the ACDC? Yeah. Oh, man. Fucking A. 
You see those naval pilots? They drew a big fucking penis in the yeah, sky. Yeah, <laughs> I did. That plane here in Washington <laughs> a couple days ago. I did. Man, I love this fucking state, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look up in the sky. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's a giant fucking dick and balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The U.S. Navy, they're apologizing today after uh, some of their air crew took a warplane and they skywrote a giant dick and balls in the clear blue sky over the small town of Omak, Washington, uh, which is a little bit northeast of where I am in Seattle. Our military's finest. <laughs> Yeah, residents immediately noticed and uh, almost instantly took to social media. Uh, one local uh, wrote this on Twitter. The most monumental thing to happen in OMAC, a penis in the sky. <laughs> yeah, this guy thinks highly of his small town. Uh, another person also posted a pic of the penis. Do you see the clever alliteration here in the news writing, folks, man? We're pros here. <laughs> I'll say it again. Another person also posted a pic of the penis on Snapchat with simply the caption, bro. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, our U.S. Navy does not... Uh, have the same sense of humor that uh, most of us do. And uh, they've grounded the pilots who use the plane's exhaust system to draw the dick. Mm. <laughs> I mentioned just <laughs> last week on our show, uh, Netflix is a uh, American vandal. And uh, without a beat, these motherfuckers draw a giant dick in the sky right near where I live. Fucking hilarious, man. Have you watched American Vandal yet? I have not, no. Oh, my God. Get on that shit. If you enjoy shit like this, a nice dick joke, watch American Vandal on Netflix, okay? <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. These individuals, uh -huh. they are true. P-R-U. True American <laughs> Vandals. All right? And I salute them. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. It's on Netflix, you said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I tip my hat to these guys, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, again, the unhip Navy does not see it that way. <laughs> In a, uh, <laughs> a statement issued Friday, they said, uh, quote, the actions of this air crew are wholly unacceptable and antithetical to the Navy core values, end quote. Uh, they are conducting an investigation. Uh, I don't. I don't see why. Uh, it came and went, <laughs> just like most dicks do. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that these pilots uh, will be brought up on some charges. Uh, is that fair? Mm, that might be a little extreme. Yeah, it's just a harmless prank. Yeah. When I say harmless, you know, it's a, just a dick in the sky. That's it. 
just a little exhaust. No big yeah. deal. The wind's going to blow it away. It was only there for a second. Come on. Yeah. She get nothing for this. Yeah. They get brought up some charges. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Charges legal. Eh, that's a little extreme. I, you know, 556,000 extra push-ups and sit-ups. Hey, cool. <laughs> you know, like, come on. I think these guys are heroes, personally. <laughs> American heroes, man. I'm an American, and I believe these guys are true American heroes, man. They're true American heroes. I cheers to that as well. They're standing up for our rights. And fighting for our rights as Americans to enjoy all things sophomoric and immature and of a sexual nature. I mean, come on. These men are exactly what this country needs right now. These unsure times filled with scandal and violence. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. That's why we need humor like this. It keeps us human. God damn it, I'm a human being. My life has value and I need that humor. So I want all of you to get up out of your chairs right now and go to the window Open it, stick your head out, and yell, I'm mad as hell, there's no dicks and balls being drawn in the sky, and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, Scav. Oh, damn it. I approve of this message, and I am standing behind you. There needs to be more dicks and balls in the sky. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I won't retract <laughs> that statement. So there you go, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully nothing happens to these guys. Yeah, right. come on. I honestly thought it was an Arby's logo at first, all right? I really did. <laughs> Scavdy ain't no homo. <laughs> JK, LOL. <laughs> I fail her. <laughs> All right, goddammit. Let's finish out. Let's finish out with some more music. Mm. <laughs> what else you got for me tonight? <laughs> um, I got another track tonight, man, by Childish Gambino. Um, this song is called Zombies. Have you taken any time to listen to this uh album of his? That's a negative. Zombie. You know, I, I would say give it a spin, man. It's a fun album. Uh it comes from a retro funk sound um you know and a lot of artists have done this they've recreated a uh, a sound from the past say a uh, a mayor hawthorne or a amy winehouse uh you know on a retro vibe but with a modern kind of twist and uh vibe and funk to it and uh yeah this uh this was a great album of his man i thought he uh i thought he did a great job and uh really brought to life that vibe and spirit of uh like a 70s funk album and I can't really put my finger on it. Like, uh, George Clinton, he funk possibly. The name of this song is Zombies. And uh, you only hear this on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Gene Techman. Get it. I'll eat your brain. All I see is zombies walking all around us you can hear them coming 
man. This shit is nice. Yeah, it's funky, right? It's good. It is P-Funkish, like you said. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Good it's a great shit. album, Childish man. Gambino. Is the whole album like this? Yeah, the whole album is on a retro, uh, like a retro P-Funk vibe, man. It's a great album. It's called Awaken My Love. I'm going to fucking listen to this shit. Yeah, I promise you'll love it, man. It's a it's a great album. I appreciate him as an artist, musical artist, because he's more. He has always portrayed himself more as a rapper, but uh, he sings, he acts, he directs. He's a comedian. He writes script. He's a very multi talented artist, and uh, I think he really shows off his talent musically in this album for sure. He's uh, a different altered ego, Donald Glover, you know, and this is his musical. Ego is Childish Gambino, and uh, yeah, man, I, I dig his vibe. Dope. That's Donald Glover? That's Donald Glover, yeah. Wow, okay. Damn, yeah, all yeah. right. I yeah. <laughs> kind of thought that dude was a corny motherfucker, but I hear this yeah. shit, and I take him a little bit more seriously now. Damn, okay. Yeah, he got shit. casted as uh, he got casted as Simba for the, uh, the live Lion King uh, remake movie. That'll be, uh, I think, going into production 2019. So I expect 2020, I suppose, when it'll finally be released. But he's uh, he's playing the voice of Simba. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, He directs the show Atlanta. And, uh, yeah, he does stand-up. Very multi-talented, man. I, I dig him. But Childish yeah, Gambino as a... I didn't think he's a great stand-up comedian. Uh, you know... He's a better you know, actor. Yeah, better actor. His stand-ups were kind of almost Nickelodeon-ish coming yeah. out of that, you know? So, yeah, I, 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 I feel what you're saying. You know, he wasn't a polished actor, but uh, but for for where he was coming from and is writing his own script and putting together his own shows and as, you know, as, a, as an artist, I think, he's, uh, I think he's rounding out quite well. <laughs> Hey, Childish Gambino. All right, man. I'm going to keep my eye on this dude even more now. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. He's dope. It's the gayest thing I've ever said right there. I'm going to keep my eye (laughs) on this fucking dude. (laughs) I've loved this dude for 16 years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Might have to cut that one up, too. (laughs) All right, shit. Uh, Let me close out for the night. I got one more song. And uh, I don't really know a lot about these guys either. Uh, I know that they're from a small town in uh, Wisconsin called Euclare, which is almost one of the towns that I stopped in for the night on the way out here, on my drive out here to Seattle. I didn't. I can't remember where we actually stopped. But, uh, yeah, this is a three-piece blues band from Wisconsin called the Shouting Matches. All right? There's really not too much out there about these guys. Uh, They've got two albums out. I'm playing off their second album. And again, this is that real good blues roots feel. All right? This is a fantastic song, down tempo, kind of just like your last song. It's called If I Had a Real Good Lover. This is the shouting matches on the Vegas Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Gene Techman. Oh, <laughs> 
good right there, right? Yeah, man. That's uh, smooth. Good music. Yeah, old school, man. Old school yeah. blues. Touches your soul, man. I love blues. I fucking yeah, love I blues. Too. I love three guys playing blues. <laughs> 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 and that might be the gayest thing that I've ever said on the fucking show right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. I've loved this dude for <laughs> 16 years. The fuck is wrong with me? Ah, the shouting matches. If I had a real good lover, that's off their second album called Mouth Oil. All right. So I'd say that's about a fucking podcast episode right there. And nothing's wrong with you, Scab. You can be gay if you want to. <laughs> All right. I was born this way. <laughs> I'd say we learned a lot, man. We covered a lot of ground. Talked about Charlie Manson. We talked about Della Reese. We talked about Eminem on SNL. We <laughs> talked about all sorts of shit. We talked about Navy pilots drawing dicks in the sky. Yeah, we covered some ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this was a good one. All right, well, shit. Why don't you tell the people where they can find your ass? Well, Gene Techman, perspective changer, hip-hop expert. You can hit me on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat. And that's G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. Come holler at me. Yeah, fake-ass radio show. Scav D. I'm Scav D. It's short for Scavenge Detroit. And I'm also all over the interwebs. I've got the Twitter. I've got the Facebook. I got the band camp that I mentioned earlier where I'm spinning the druggy... LSD-influenced drum and bass music. So yeah, if you want to stop by there and download some shit, it's not just all electronic music. There's some hip-hop music on there, too, uh, that I'm uh, quite proud of. So, uh, yeah, so check that shit out if you got some time. The Fake Ass Radio Show has also got some social medias. All right? Get at us on Facebook and give us that big blue thumbs up and let us know that you like us. Yeah. Follow the shit out of us on Twitter. We are at Fake Ass Radio. And then uh, subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you may be enjoying us on. Like Stitcher. iTunes. Yeah. Stitcher. I don't think you should listen to us on Stitcher. I think they make us sound like shit. I've talked Man, about then, this before. But don't uh, listen to Stitcher. Yeah. Get at us on uh, Mixcloud. Get at us on Google Play. Yeah. Get at us on TuneIn. Or get at us on the motherland. Uh, that is SoundCloud. All right? Of, of course. And hook us up with a five-star review. Okay? Yeah. Give us five of those motherfucking stars. Okay? We need all five of them. Please. So... With that, I'm Scav. And I am Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. Or horrible hip-hop medley performance during Saturday Night Live. 
whenever you're listening. <laughs> However you're listening. Yeah, like what we mentioned, whether it's Stitcher, the shitty Stitcher, or the awesome iTunes. We're glad that you are listening. <laughs> Just keep listening. Thank you very much. Good day. Good day. Yep. One, two, three.